And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by The Armory Bed and Breakfast. Come for the comfortable hay bale beds. Stay for the world-famous cryptid brunch. Previously on What Is Not. I think having a distraction going on as we show up dressed and with proper IDs looking like official CryptoCore people, I think that's great. And the distraction will hopefully make people not look at us too closely. I'm sure there are many options for distractions. We just have to pick one. Well, hello, Mr. Solidaire. I know you've promised me multiple times that you were going to give me a letter of recommendation, but I haven't seen it. I've got a couple vacancies that would be a big step up for you if you'd be interested in that. I'm calling in a favor, Steven. Hey, Steve. It is basically a warehouse of black market magic goods. In the sand of the Mojave Desert in California, off historic Route 66, sits a small desert town called Baghdad. We have some ancient prophecy that something bad is going to go down in Baghdad. It's a town of shadows and secrets. Things aren't as they seem, but we're still not quite sure what's going on. Where bumps in the night aren't the house settling. Trying to find answers. And the monster under your bed lies in wait for your foot to leave the safety of your covers. My mom used to tell me all these weird stories about monsters, but I didn't really believe anything she said because, you know, that's crazy talk. It's a world where cultists spend their days pushing papers at the DMV and their nights summoning ancient creatures from the dread beyond. Seeing maybe something happened down at Cryptocore. The expert. Susan Donaldson. The town vet. The freelancer. People call me Beth. Hunting is sort of just like a business that I'm in. The deathless. Bruce the zombie and his father cast a spell to bring him back. The initiate. Donovan Elaine, part of an ancient order of monster hunters. The Monstrous. Zeke Solardier. He works for Cryptocore, which is his family's corporation. It's a town where it's very hard to tell what is real and what is not. Welcome to Baghdad. All right. So Donovan is in this underground black market basement. Yes. I guess the first thing I'm going to do is say, oh my gosh, this is where they keep the weapons. I thought they'd keep it at the church, but the church didn't seem to know what I was talking about. This is where they all are. This is fantastic. Vic starts looking up and down the aisles, kind of like propping open boxes to see what's in various crates. And... They say, I guess, look around. Really, we're just looking for anything that can cause a distraction. Okay, so can I make like an investigation check or something to look for cool magic things? I am going to say that there are all sorts of cool magic things here. So it is really up to you what kind of magic thing you want. I would like a magic rocket launcher. (laughs) Oh my god. You would like a magic rocket launcher. Yes, it's like a regular rocket launcher, but better. (laughs) (laughs) 
So what does this magic, like, give me some background stats on this rocket launcher. Where is it from? Why is it magic? Is it an actual rocket launcher that has been made magic? Or is it like a device from another time or dimension that we would just now call a magic rocket launcher because that's what it most resembles? All right. Well, it was developed shortly after World War II based on designs that the Allies captured from the Nazis who were into all kinds of weird occult shit and were trying to create a rocket launcher that would not only blow stuff up, but would also cast all kinds of magic spells to cast electricity and fireball and extra magical effects, enhancing the explosive properties of the rocket launcher. And the Allies stole those plans and they built a couple, but then the whole department was shut down because everybody thought it was ridiculous. But one of those prototypes is in this basement. (laughs) That is epic. Okay. So Vic lifts this ridiculous looking World War II rocket launcher. And there's a case with, you have to have the rockets. It's those things that like fit at the front of the thing. So there's three of those. All right. And then there is basically two buttons. There's the trigger for the rockets. So once you load a rocket, it fires a rocket, like just a regular basic rocket launcher. Mm -hmm. But if you press the other button, it blows out a magical rocket of just magic energy that will have a random effect of the keeper's choosing (laughs) on a successful roll. That is perfect. Okay. Donovan will pick up that rocket launcher and say, now this... This is church. (laughs) Vic nods with approval and goes, I think I'm going to like you. (laughs) All right. Do you want to do anything else while you're here? You know what? I'm going to turn to Steve as I'm loading up all of the three rockets and everything. And I'm going to say, you know, Steve, the last time... We met, you didn't mention anything about all this. Well, he's very frustrated. He's not happy that you guys are just stealing his stuff. <laughs> he's like, well, I, I'm sorry I didn't mention the secret black market warehouse I had under my convenience store. It sort of would keep it from being a secret anymore. But it's pretty obvious that me and my companions are not run-of-the-mill normies. <laughs> I, we're into this stuff. Do you know how many things? Thousands upon thousands of dollars that one piece you're holding is worth? Well, uh, a lot, I'm sure. A lot, yeah, a lot. I don't exactly understand the conversion rate between American money and... But if losing the money is what's bothering you, I'm going to use this to save the world. He rolls his eyes and he's like, of course you are. And I bet you hear that all the time. But I'm literally going to use it to save the world. You can talk to Mr. Mothman. He's seen what I've seen, and I've seen some stuff, let me tell you. (laughs) And it's going down. This is all hands on deck, world-saving situation. So I'm going to put this to good use. He just sighs and shakes his head. He's not not happy. (laughs) Okay. Well, Vic, what are you getting? Vic looks at Steve and, and says, Oh, I don't need to pick up anything right now because... 
I'm going to be back anytime I need to be. So sure, we'll see you around, Steve, and taps his cheek as he walks by. (laughs) Okay, well, I guess I'll follow Vic with the rocket launcher over my shoulder, and I'm just going to wave and say, hey, thanks, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of does a, like, whatever motion and just sits down on a crate. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Vic, you know all the all the hot spots in Baghdad. Vic smiles, lights up another cigarette. They picked up a big canvas bag that they had seen while they were in there, and they load it up into the van. And if you look into it, it's partially open. It has what looks like different types of flak jackets and armors and things. And so oh. just a little bit of protection. Defense. Oh, that's a good idea. I didn't even think about defense. I was purely in the offensive mindset. Vic taps their head and goes, yeah, you got to think about these things. (laughs) And climbs into the passenger seat. All right. Well, I guess we should go meet up with the rest of the crew, huh? All right. So Bruce and Zeke, where are you? We haven't really actually picked up IDs yet, correct? Um, My first question is, what are we wearing? Well, when we last left off, Zeke is wearing Roger's clothes. So it's a camo overalls. Yes. Okay, I remember that. With a plaid shirt and a trucker hat. Okay. And as far as I know, Bruce is still in a K-pop outfit. Okay, All right, that's what I needed to know. Those two coordinate very nicely together. <laughs> yes. so, oh yeah, they are quite the pair. So I don't think we got the IDs yet. No. Yeah, no, I think we just managed to placate Sigmund. Yes. Yeah. My new assistant, I guess. Well, can we get your assistant to go get us those things then? Well, that would seem to be a very assistantly duty. Yes. <laughs> I think that's an excellent suggestion. I think you need to roll manipulate someone, but I'll give you a plus one because you're his boss now, so... okay and i also have one of my moves i think i picked up last time is unnatural appeal which makes very much sense for zeke which allows me to roll a plus weird instead of a plus charm when i manipulate someone so i think this is going to be amazing Hmm. (laughs) let's hope so all righty oh my goodness so (laughs) i got 10 and then plus joe's one would be 11 and then my plus weird would be 14. So I won the game. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Without missing a beat, Sigmund goes over to where he knows security keeps the little badge printing thing. And he goes, oh, do you have these new employees pictures? Because usually they come in and we take their picture. Zeke immediately turns to Bruce and says, would you please acquire all necessary photos from social media and give them off to Siggy. Bruce immediately takes the phone out and does as commanded. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I'm sure as often happens with these things, there's like that moment where you're trying to figure out the conversion because the machine only takes one type and you've downloaded them in another and it's just a lot of like figuring out back and forth why it's not working. And then finally, Sigmund's able to figure out how to make the pictures match up with the IDs. And he is able to print out an ID for each of the five of you. Well, I guess the four, because Zeke already has his own. Zeke has one, yeah. 
And I'm guessing because I know Bruce, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing that they're not standard like passport type photos. So this is where I would like to, if possible, use my fashionista skill to make these as good as they're going to be. <laughs> okay, we'll go for it then. I'm sure Zeke has Photoshop on his office computer that Bruce is able to access to do whatever he needs. to. So Bruce will pretend to do magic by pretending to walk a fashion runway and will do his dice roll. That is a six. Fucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as I suspected. So what is this supposed to be? Is this going to be a weird thing? Yeah. So it may cause problems down the line, but really I'm just utilizing it for comedy purposes at this point. I feel like it's a picture of Beth at a bachelorette party that she didn't want to go to. Oh my god. (laughs) Nice. And like her eyes are like half closed because she's been like one more drink in than everybody else the entire night because she just didn't want to be there. Nice. And so that's the picture you got for her. Susan, I am guessing, was a picture of her at like a pool party (laughs) and it was while she was diving into the pool from a diving board (laughs) and so it's like her hair is like standing straight up because it's like on the downward momentum of the dive (laughs) and then you have donovan who was really hard to get a good picture of because the monastery only just got wi-fi a little bit ago So it's actually this like really overly photoshopped, almost glamour pick (laughs) that the monks were using when they tried to figure out how all this worked. And, you know, Brother Abraham (laughs) thought it would be really hilarious to like go all out on the photo editing for like their web page. So it's like this yearbook photo, but it's been overly photoshopped. (laughs) And then the only picture that looks at all good is Bruce's. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it's only that one. And now, Joe, after the session, you have to draw those pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Actually, can Bruce's picture be like him, like throwing up the peace sign, like at an angle? Oh, yeah. Undoubtedly. Okay, cool. So we've obtained our IDs. You have obtained IDs. Is there anything else? Because I think you were also there for uniforms, yes? Yes. Oh, I really think we could use Bruce's fashionista skills in this department as well. Oh, definitely. But should we send the assistant to like get it for us? Oh, of course we should. Yes. That is his role. Do I need to roll again for that, or can I just send Sigiana's right? No, you got a 14. I I think that steers me well for the entire game. (laughs) Well, I would say at least as far as Sigmund's concerned, you are not getting in trouble with HR. (laughs) Excellent. He is just so happy that he has this new job that he is down for pretty much anything appropriate to work. Uh, uh Uh-uh. You know, so he goes into like a supply closet and starts digging through boxes to get security uniforms. You want to roll again? Hell yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's a 10. Nice. All right. So he comes out with perfectly folded, still in the packaging, perfectly sized security uniforms. Okay. And not just like the standard, you know, Gus at the front gate security uniforms these are like the ones that the military grade soldiers are wearing bulletproof vests and stuff no it's not the gear 
It's just the uniform. So it's basically a black t-shirt that says security crossed it and cargo pants that are like really cool, like black and gray camo. Okay. Can Bruce do any modifying because he can make it somewhat more like a dog the bounty hunter look? (laughs) (laughs) I am ashamed to say I have never watched Dog the Bounty Hunter. (laughs) And I'm not sure that all of our listeners have. I'm sure some have. So you can write in and say what you think he's talking about. But will you describe what what type of modifications you want to make? Well, that would be difficult, actually, because I think he wears like collared shirts, but he wears I think he wears the collared shirt open and he's got lots of like necklaces and jewelry. (laughs) And I know he wears like tight black pants and I think like cowboy boots. I mean, this sounds like a uniform that's absolutely custom made for uh, Donovan. I mean, that just sounds. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is more accessorizing more than anything. Let's hold off on the, uh, yeah, let's wait, because this could actually be good for Donovan instead. That's great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At the very least, Bruce would like to rip the sleeves off the t-shirt. He wants no sleeves. On anybody's or just Donovan's? Just his. No, just his for uh, Bruce's. He wants his guns fully exposed. (laughs) (laughs) Zombie guns. All right. Zombie guns. Gotcha. Okay, so we've talked about Cryptocore, we've talked about convenience store, magic black market warehouse, so we are now moving on to Beth and Susan, who were headed back up to the armory. What are you guys doing when you get up there? Well, when we get out of the car, Emoji bounds up to lick all of our faces, particularly Elvis's, because he's bonded with Elvis since they've been staying together. Because Athena's been taking care of Emoji. So we're getting some Emoji love when we arrive. Very good. And we're just meeting, right? Is this... I can't remember the reason for being there. Well, I think you were gathering the troops. We need the cryptids, right? They're coming with us. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So we're taking a look forever. See how everyone is. Where's Bat Kid? They've all kind of camped out in the barn. They've kind of made that their little like bunk. And so Bat Kid is playing a video game on like one of the little personal video game things. I'm going to say it's a Switch. I'm going to say it's a Switch. And Meryl is just kind of sitting on a couple of bales of hay. And he's looking up through a big opening in the roof at the stars and i would say that ralph is probably asleep on one of the hay bales on the other side of the barn all right well we walk into the barn and hey everyone how are all of you everybody sits up and there's a lot of oh we're good okay it's pretty good yeah well it's been a little eventful on our end and we can catch you up we're just waiting for everyone to meet have you seen athena Bad kids. Last time I saw her, she was up at the house. Should I go get her? No, no. I just want to know where she's at. I might want to check in with her later. Has everyone eaten? I would say that it's kind of like really late because I think the whole Chili's thing was late evening. So I'm guessing it's like 10 or 11. So everybody's pretty much been fed and watered and pretty good to go. Okay. Anything else you guys want to do before the rest of the people show up? I'm just going to sit down and rest, Beth. Uh, I'm going to go get some coffee because I'm tired. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Coffee, anyone? Yes. (laughs) So as Beth goes into the main house, because Athena just kind of lives on the site and she welcomes you in. Oh, hey, uh, what's up? How are you doing? Doing okay. Looking for some coffee. She goes over and starts putting together a pot of coffee for you. Fantastic. 
So you guys have been really busy tonight. What all has been going on? Vic is back and we captured Mildred and locked her up in the basement of the library. Well, that sounds very exciting. (laughs) She's just not quite (laughs) sure what to do with all that information, but at this point... supposed to give that much? (laughs) She's got like a nine foot Sasquatch in the middle of her barn and this like moth type creature that's been flooding around her property the last week or so. So like nothing really shakes this woman at this point. And so she's like, great. Sounds like it's been a fun time for (laughs) y'all. Wait, is she not supposed to be like on the up and up with the rest of us? Like she's just sort of... She's in the know. She's in the know. I just don't know that you've like sat down and been like, so, you know, there's this person who works at the library named Mildred and we're kind of suspicious about. Like, I think a lot of those conversations (laughs) have happened with you. And she's just kind of rolling with it. She trusts Susan. Susan's like, hi, these strange creatures need to live on your property for a while. And she's like, sure. Mabby. Sorry. Thought she was like, (laughs) no. I love the fact that when somebody asks Beth, how's it going? She just doesn't hold back. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, killed a vampire today. (laughs) We imprisoned a person like you do. Just very matter of fact. Yep, that that fit well. (laughs) My bad. Sorry. Thought she was. No, no, that was perfect. <laughs> are you cool? Are you? Are we cool? Are we cool? Are we good? We good? Yeah, we're all good. We're all cool. So she says she'll bring out some coffee to you guys when it's ready. She says, uh, she asks, um, "Are you are you sticking around, or do you want it to go?" To go, please. She opens a drawer, and it's like one of those drawers that a lot of us have. That's just nothing but like the travel cups that we have acquired over the years that mm. just like keep piling up, and you never throw out, even though you don't need twenty of them. she's got that drawer and she is going to fix up a whole set of coffees for you guys. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Gives you a thumbs up. I'm all leave then. (laughs) Can I ask Meryl? Hey, Meryl, have you seen anything recently? The stars are very pretty tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. And I do believe a June bug was beating itself against the wall earlier. I felt bad for it, but it seemed to escape eventually. (laughs) <laughs> okay then awkward that was very literal <laughs> she's like beth she tells you exactly what's going on <laughs> i mean it's like when somebody asks you how you are but they don't really want to know and then you're like how are you and then the person proceeds to tell you like everything about that's been going on in their life yeah that's what happened <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's never good it's never like oh i had a really good day it's always like yeah my sister just got arrested on drug charges <laughs> and my ex is like doing shifty things and you're like okay did not need to know any of that but thank you you're like you're like i really actually didn't care how you are i was <laughs> it out of politeness <laughs> I'm going to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Matt and I aren't the only ones with travel mug drawer, right? You all have a cupboard or a drawer full of acquired travel mugs. Yeah, that's a thing, right? Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of What Is Not. I really want to apologize for getting this episode out so late. For 85 episodes, I was able to get them out as scheduled. But if you listen to my other podcast, Geektitude, you know that I am a high school theater teacher, and this past week was my first live show since COVID, and it was going up in a theater I'd never produced in before, 
So it was just an overwhelming week. And then I kind of crashed for a day or two. So once it was all over, I was a little bit out of it. But I am on spring break now, so I should be able to get Friday's episode out no problem. And I'm even hoping to get a couple of episodes ahead so we can start getting the show out earlier on Fridays than we have been able to in these past few weeks. That being said, if you have a question about when an episode is coming out, you can follow us on Twitter at AsTheDiceRollRP. I try to post about any delays or problems there. You can also follow us on Instagram at AsTheDiceRoll or send us an email at podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. And of course, you don't have to wait for these episodes to come out to listen to our lovely cast members. You can listen to Todd on his podcasts, Nerdberg Review and Farming Simulated. You can catch Katie on Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, and Disney Forever. And of course, you can listen to me on my podcast, Geektitude, where we are rewatching the X-Men franchise movies. Our last episode was on X-Men Apocalypse and Logan, and we are finishing our coverage this coming week with Deadpool 2. X-Men, Dark Phoenix, and New Mutants. That's it for me this week. I'll be back here on Friday, April 15th with our next episode of Cautious Optimism, and then again on Friday, April 22nd with the next episode of What Is Not. Until then, let's see what the game plan is for breaking back into the hold right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies! K-pop! Disney Plus! Keanu! Keanu Reeves! New! Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu. All right, so unless there's anything you guys want to do before they show up, I would think that Donovan and Vic probably arrive before Zeke and Bruce just because, you know, they went, they grabbed, they left, where I feel like Zeke and Bruce had to negotiate a little bit and there were multiple things that they had to do. They had to engage in salary negotiations and contracts. Exactly. Contracts were signed. HR is never a quick experience. Pictures were doctored for IDs, so they're probably a good five or ten minutes behind everybody else. Vic and Donovan. Donovan, do you want to say anything as you guys show up? Like, what do you do as you arrive? I'm going to say, well, guys, I found our distraction. <laughs> and I'm going to pat the bazooka over my shoulder lovingly. Wow. Wow. That's something else. At first glance, you probably recognize this as a rocket launcher like some normie in the military would use, but it's got this other button here, magic mode. (laughs) Magic mode. We're going to light it up. (laughs) I hope there are rainbow colors involved. (laughs) You know, I haven't actually fired it yet, so I don't know for sure. You know, don't want to waste it. So 
In my head, I almost saw him just going like, yeah, this button, it's magic mode, and accidentally presses it. And it just- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> End of campaign. <laughs> the heroes blew themselves up. <laughs> and the world was not saved. No, no, no. Don't worry, guys. I think we're going to get a lot of use out of this when we go back to the hold. Amazing. How was you guys' evening? Good. We're getting coffee. Athena's going to be bringing it over. We're going to be perking up shortly, and we're ready to go. All right. We just need our uniforms and ID badges now, right? I guess we're still waiting on those guys. And as if on cue, (laughs) (laughs) Brian and his Uber. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Brian. And as Bruce gets out of the car, Emoji does a nosedive, lands on his chest, flattens him on his back, and just licks him up. And he accepts that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You guys got our disguises, got our uniforms? We got it all. Yeah. So after Bruce is done greeting Emoji, he gets up and he starts doing like a jazz hand thing. And then starts to, you know, hand out everybody's ID cards. And he's just like showing it to him and like, you look good in that picture. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the picture I would have recommended. <laughs> Susan good looks job. at hers and just nods. <laughs> Where did you even get this photo? <laughs> Bruce points to his brain. that was the other option is that bruce just hand drew all of your faces and (laughs) i'm glad we didn't go that route (laughs) what it would have made the art for the merch easier it would have it would (laughs) oh my goodness all right so are we gonna do this now or i feel like we've been up really late and everything so we're probably exhausted and maybe not at our best should we wait until tomorrow night or is there a time crunch do you think or should we do this in the day i mean if we've got disguises i guess i was imagining we do it during the night when we could be sneaky but maybe we can just walk in in broad daylight with our cool id badges and everything well it's still an advantage at night but because most people would be asleep so we'd be dealing with less people we could still use our id badges and well and my distraction is probably going to wake everybody up so i don't know i don't know we could you know go at first dawn joe are we on a time crunch well i mean you're going into a facility that's kind of just there to hold creatures so the heightened security is probably because you guys broke out of the hold, not because anything specific is happening. Mildred's locked up. I don't know what else would be a time crunch. So if you guys want to chill, I mean, the biggest thing is, is I would kind of think you'd want to make a plan of some sort. I mean, if you want to go in guns blazing, you're more than welcome to. I mean, you're so far. <laughs> I feel like the distraction could be a backup. Okay. If we need it, and we could try first to see if our disguises, when our fancy new photo badges, will get us in. Do we need to make any edits to the van? Because what is it? It's OSHA now? I think, didn't we uh, update it at one point? It's authentic repairman crossed out with OSHA written under it in black. It it looks exactly like the t-shirt. Available on the geek to geek Media website. (laughs) (laughs) We need to cross that out and write security, because that's what we're dressed up as. Okay, can I use my fashionista powers? Yes. All right. There better be glitter involved. You're getting a lot of mileage out of fashion. I'm going to milk this for all it's worth. This is the best power ever. Okay, so 
Bruce goes out with some spray cans and that's a nine. That's a nine. Okay. So I would say that <laughs> just the fact that you're crossing out OSHA and putting security on, I think that's nine worthy. <laughs> I think that's what a nine would be. <laughs> so then I would imagine Bruce would maybe like accidentally sniff a little bit of the spray paint. It's a little, little high while he does it. So that probably explains it. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. like Joe did with the nail polish last night. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like. The uh, idea to go at like first on that gives us all a chance to get a little bit of sleep so we're rested. And then we can do like a campsite brunch in the morning outside the van to give us energy before we go in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We can do that. Geek is always all about the brunches. I jog up to the house to tell Athena to put a hold on those coffees, but hang on to those mugs. We're going to need them first thing. As you're going up, she honestly comes out with like a little cardboard box that used to have a pallet of sodas in it. And it's got about, let's see, how many people are there? About 10 like travel mugs of various sizes and shapes that have coffee in them ready to go. <laughs> okay, everyone. <laughs> are we sleeping or going? <laughs> We're sleeping. Okay, sorry, Athena. <laughs> she takes them back and goes, no problem. They're here when you need them. <laughs> Is there a television available where we're at? Yeah, there's one in the house. Bruce would like to stay up all night and binge Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> knew it. I knew it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bruce, as a as a zombie, do you, do you need sleep? Bruce will answer that with interpretive dance. I think he's going to do some Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation. Just to, like, avoid answering that question. (laughs) Susan, do you understand what this dancing means? Uh. (laughs) You know him better than I do. I don't understand what is... I don't know what this means. Sleep, maybe. Sometimes. Not necessarily. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you live your best life with your TV marathon, Bruce. I'm going to go get a nap. See you all in the morning. Can Bruce throughout the evening wake up Donovan and be like, you got to see this episode, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think at one point Donovan like goes into the van and like tries sleeping there and it takes a while for Bruce to find him. And in the process, he wakes everybody up. (laughs) (laughs) We should have just drank the coffee and go. (laughs) (laughs) A huge waste of time, it turns out. So uh, finally, I would say, and, and Donovan, if you disagree, you're more than welcome to, but I would say that Donovan ends up saying okay and goes to watch it with him and then falls asleep while watching it. You know, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. You can't beat him, join him. Exactly. Bruce will alter his security outfit while he's sleeping <laughs> to make him look as much like Dog the Bounty Hunter as possible. <laughs> Perfect. You know, Bruce, I wouldn't pattern my life or fashion choices or anything on this guy. He's a clown. (laughs) Bruce starts to shed a tear and considers bear macing Donovan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also going to say that when Donovan wakes up and has had his costume altered, Ralph also wakes up with a big bald spot. 
on like his <laughs> back. <laughs> and now Donovan has the full blonde wig. Oh the no. The bullet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is this is not getting better. (laughs) Bruce also took some selfies with Donovan in dog mode and puts up hashtag me and dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, emoji is insulted. (laughs) Bruce, I I know I know you're a zombie and everything, but. That's no excuse for bad grammar. It's dog and I. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bruce drops down to his knees and begs forgiveness. I mean, sure. I wish you were this petent, repentant, repentant (laughs) about the costumes, but okay. (laughs) Donovan really needs some sleep. (laughs) Cranky! You don't want to make the guy with the magic rocket launcher cranky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I would say it's about the time that you guys have all agreed to leave. It is just that the sun is just starting to cast light from behind the mountains. And so there is a yellowish orange glow in the air, but it's still very shadowy and dark. It's a beautiful like pre-dawn time of the day. And everybody's getting loaded into the van. And unless there's anything else that needs to be done, I think you're going to head out. Did we have our fireside brunch, though? Oh, yeah, we must. Yes, okay. There is a fireside brunch. What is, what is at this fireside brunch? <laughs> be um, well, mimosas are necessary. No, mimosas. <laughs> Well, I think a choice of mimosas or Bloody Marys. Should we be drinking before we're breaking in somewhere? I think that's necessary. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's really the only way you can activate the magic mode on the rocket launcher is (laughs) once you've had a a few Bloody Marys. Um, Those words have never ended well. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait to see what we roll later. I think there's an assortment of bear claws and maybe, you know, this is the OSHA van or now security van brunch. So maybe instead of eggs Benedict, uh, we just pass around a Tupperware of hard boiled eggs. As long as there's cantaloupe at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. It's a brunch must cantaloupe. It is a brunch must. All right. So we've had hard boiled eggs, cantaloupe, and mimosas and Bloody Mary. <laughs> Healthy. Healthy. And bear claws. Bear claws. And bear claws. Highly nutritious, a bit of sugar, and lots of booze. I can't think of a better brunch. (laughs) Bruce has just a mess of everything on his face. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, Bat Boy is going to like chug a mimosa, and and Ralph just, Ralph with just two fingers takes the cup (laughs) or takes the glass and removes it from him, passes it on to somebody else. Oh, God. We're so <laughs> I think we're ready now. All right. We are, we are <laughs> ready. All right. So you start heading out. The drive back to the hold is relatively short. It maybe takes about a half an hour. The light is still starting to poke up above. Like now, now you're starting to see sun. It's gotten a little bit brighter. And about, I don't know, two or three minutes before you're going to hit Kelbaker Road as you're driving, you see out in the middle of the street... A cop car. Oh, no. Oh, boy. With Lou leaning up against it, 
ready to pull over people. Next time on What Is Not. License and registration, please. Uh, hi, we got a call that we needed extra security from CryptoCore, so that's who we are and why we're here. Look, we're here, and it's because you guys aren't doing your job that we're needed to come in and clean up your mess. You let a creature escape last week? Not cool. You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at Geek2GeekMedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at AsTheDiceRollCast.com. 